Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harda. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to the Real House Bears! I'm Shannon Storms Bedore. <laughs> and I'm here to talk about Podcast It. Podcast It helps me with everything that I'm doing with my business, and it helps me do more things that I love, <laughs> which is being Shannon Storms Bedore. <laughs> And scene. <clears throat> that completely caught me off. Okay, <laughs> that commercial, I'm sure everybody that watches Bravo and has seen this commercial is Shannon Storms Bedore. It's a shipping commercial. Doing the ship it commercial. That is so <laughs> And it's just the funny. way she goes, I'm Shannon Storms Bedore. Hi, I'm Shannon Storms Bedore. When we started selling my health products online. I just love it. And it just is stuck in my head. I'm constantly <laughs> like, I'm Shannon Storms Bedore. And I'm making a grilled cheese. <laughs> Like she's, it almost sounds like she's a newscaster. Like, I'm Shannon Storms Bedore with Channel 4 News, and that's the weather, Tony. You know, like something like that. <laughs> that is so funny. I would have never expected that that's what you were going to say. It has nothing to do with any of the seasons that we're covering or have covered. <laughs> but I'm sure everybody was like, probably got that because. Shannon Storms Bedore is stuck in my head from all those commercials. <laughs> and they show it like every commercial. Every right. commercial. It's Shannon Storms Bedore. Shannon Storms Bedore. People are listening are probably like, commercials? What are those? <laughs> Do y'all watch it on a, like a real TV? I hate watching it on live. It I love it. It sucks. I love commercials. I can't. We wouldn't have had that Shannon Storms Bedore moment if we didn't see commercials. Shannon Storms Bedore. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't love all commercials, but I think commercials are funny. Sometimes they just get drilled into my. Like, oh, it's yeah. just over and oh, it's like, the worst. over. It's the worst. I haven't seen a really good commercial since, like, the Budweiser commercials back in the 90s. Like, yeah. Bud. Well, well, the Super Bowl is coming up next week. Well, this, yeah, I'm for ex- people listening, this coming weekend, I think, or maybe the weekend after, I don't know. Uh, Super Bowl's coming, that's all yeah. they have to know. And that means commercials, and there's yeah. going to be a football game around some, like, rapping concert or something. Yes, yes. Like, uh, or, uh, be... like a hip-hop concert. Yes, it's going to be very exciting. It's Eminem versus Dr. Dre versus Snoop Dogg, and they're going to earn a trophy. Am I going to win a trophy? No, honey. That is awesome. Yes. And then people are going to play football, like, around... Right. Like, while while I'm sure Snoop Dogg is smoking a Super Bowl on stage, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Is this a real tumbleweed? <laughs> I am really excited for that halftime show, because I, I don't remember the last time they've done, like, a pure hip-hop, you know, halftime show. And all music from your era in particular. Oh, yeah, Eminem. I grew up with uh, that Eminem, that... Marshall Mathers CD that came out in my in middle school. I'm so glad my mom never heard that. Uh, <laughs> that album was rough. <laughs> Look at us talking about sports. There's like a first for everything, and today this is a first. I, I know. So well, I'm so I guess really we talked about hip hop music, really, but it's yeah. sports are involved. Sports are around it. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, what an exciting week that we have the premiere of New Jersey Housewives. Yeah, so now we are going to give you a supersized episode today, y'all. So if you've been sticking with us for a while, you know, kind of our 
rotation has just ended up being Salt Lake City, then New Jersey, then Beverly Hills, right back to Salt Lake City. Well, we're honestly, we're afraid that if we take a couple months off to wait for a different city, our fans are going to riot. <laughs> and never return. <laughs> Maybe never return. But I'm sure they'll try to overthrow their government, like parts of their government, just because they want to hear us more. Well, you know, when Beverly Hills was wrapping up into Salt Lake City, we tried to do two episodes a week. And let me tell y'all, that almost killed us. It was really, it was a little too much. It was almost every single seven days a week mm-hmm. working on this podcast, in addition to our real jobs and our other lives. So... We are not, we're, we're just going to double up. I'm going to be here forever. Oh my God. We might have some supersized episodes. Luckily in this week, both Salt Lake City and New Jersey, I felt like had some kind of fun, a little bit of fluff, and then had some uh, solid content, oh, with yeah. especially Salt Lake City, some intensity. So luckily I think this week we might not be so supersized that people are like, I want to have to drive to and from work eight times to listen to this episode. But some people have like hour commutes and they're like, I'll listen to it there. And on the way home, this is the best day ever. Two times the bears. Aww, I like that. You know, I mean, that's the way I Two would times the housewives, two times the bears. Yeah, so we're going to just double up on Salt Lake City and New Jersey each week. We're going to try to release each episode on Wednesday, which is great for those New Jersey watchers. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are not watching New Jersey, you can just listen to the first half of our podcast if you so desire, or if you want to wait until you've had the chance to catch up on New Jersey, if you don't watch it live like us nerds, Mm -hmm. you can um, just listen to one half at a time. But Just do whatever you want. Yeah, but you know what? We're not (laughs) going to make our episodes so long that it takes you until Cinco de Mayo to listen to it. That would be the mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Yes. Now that's teamwork. <laughs> that was teamwork. Good. I'm glad. We're all on the same team and page. Cinco de Mayhem. Viva Mexico. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Y'all, the stress of this Salt Lake City episode was almost too much for me to take. I mean, we've had so much stress this whole season. They had like a good maybe 12 hours where it was fun. Yeah, and for us as viewers, we got a half an episode where it was fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, even last week, the first half was Meredith screaming in the living room or in the kitchen and all through the house. But then they had fun in the second half. Yeah. But it was literally a full 30 minutes. I remember looking at it, look, going, oh my gosh, it's literally half of an episode where they're still having so much turmoil. I mean, it's a lot of um, stress for these ladies right now. <laughs> and then I've read nothing but that the season of New Jersey is going to be just as intense. So I'm like, oh my, I don't know how my heart's going to take this. You guys, I'm going to puke. It's so funny because, like, we've covered them so detailed so much that now that we're redoing the new New Jersey, it kind of seems like all the fights are all the same. Teresa and Melissa are fighting with each other, not like, cause they're not really being family-like. And then like Jackie's upset, of course, as usual. Is she crying still? Uh, Dolores is like, "Uh uh-uh, and I've got a new house. And like, then (laughs) Jennifer is still not part of the group. I mean, it's just, it, it seems like 
it's just yesterday. New Jersey is picked up right where it left off. Well, kind it? of. But you know what? They're spending less and less time between filming the reunion and then starting the new season. I, so, I think on Salt Lake City, they've already started. They have. For the absolutely. Third season. Yeah, they have. I don't know why they haven't contacted us yet because <laughs> they need us for the show. It could be because they don't know about us. <laughs> hey, everybody knows. You know, I wanted to call this episode Survivor Mount Zion. It's true, though, because all these women at one part break away into pairs, and whenever that happens in Survivor, all they start talking is strategy. Strategy, strategy. Uh-huh. And this strategy is about... Eliminate how, Meredith. How to get Meredith voted out. <laughs> I don't understand why every... Like, why is Meredith kind of the villain of the season? What has she done other than potentially not gone to a memorial... <laughs> you know, what has she done other than be upset that... She sided with Mary. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing right now, because Mary is horrible to everyone else. Yeah, but we these past three seasons have, you know, they've talked about Mary. They've talked about these other things, but it's really been everyone against Meredith, and it's shocking to me. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. Shocking. But luckily, everyone had a great night at Club Zion, especially Meredith. Meredith was, was like, a trooper. She was making out with Whitney. Uh, she was doing everything. Well, I don't know if they were like, making out, but they at least kissed on the lips. I remember seeing it with their big, uh, <laughs> giant dishes of wine. Tiramisu cups or plates or bowls or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting ready to go to their individual activities where, well, team activities kind of for the day they're coming off heather is coming in a lovely like duster i guess you would call it and she's giving whitney horse lessons of the difference between a gallop and a canter that duster ain't got nothing on our like big long caftans that we got that like drag like half a mile behind us and they're so thin that when you walk fast it just Yes, we could canter and gallop ourselves. Oh, I canter. I don't gallop. <laughs> I don't know if I really quite understood the difference, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know either, but canter sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, it makes me laugh because Jenny is all done up. Except, except for her for, makeup. Yeah, except for her face. It's like completely bald. <laughs> I think I would have maybe just put my hair up. Worn something kind of comfortable, you know? But Jenny's got her hair, like, hot rolled. She's got those high-waisted trousers with those yes. stilettos on. She's it got a hot. sexy little top. Oh, yeah, like, she looks sexy. Are you going out for a night out? Well, not without any makeup, I guess. <laughs> and it's really funny how much makeup really transforms her face. With all these women's faces, Well, with all women in general, makeup can really... I mean, when you see Jen Shaw getting her hair done, I'm like, that is contour center right there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I really do feel like Jenny has a completely different face without makeup on. I wouldn't have even almost recognized her. I was blindsided. Jen Shaw is getting contoured down. Bitch, yes. She sure is. She's got her glam squad, which is... We did get some information. We did get some information about that. So thank you very much to Tracy Thomas, who reached out to us. Yes. Yeah, so in our last episode, we asked, like, what do glam squads, like, what is their pay? Do they stay to get hotels? And we asked our viewers, and one of our viewers wrote us. So thank you, Tracy, who has been both a producer and an agent. And she, or Tracy, they explained to us that they're paid a daily rate around $1,000, um, which is low end, up to $2,000, plus all expenses, 
travel, hotel, a per diem, if they're hanging out at the hotel, whatever they order, like room service or treatments or spa or anything like that, they also get paid on the days that they have to travel to and from that are not necessarily working. Sometimes um, the PR companies pay. So this could have potentially not come out of Jen's official money. Sometimes folks do it to put it on their resumes and social media. So for in Salt Lake City, it could maybe have been a local person whose quote-unquote payment is a weekend stay at the Zion Spa or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, so there, could be, there could be vouchers to Beauty Lab. Different types of things like that. Okay. Well, thank so you. We don't know necessarily that Jen Shaw spent a fortune, depending on, you know, if it's a local people person, if it's someone they hired, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. But I'm not kidding you. I, I hate, I, as much as I hate the potential that she's spending that money, she's looking great. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to Zion's National Park without glam. You're welcome, everybody. She's <laughs> like, until she gets the dirt on her face later, we'll talk about that. But when Whitney comes in wearing the like the random extensions that have been shed, Ew. I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> I thought, I mean, that extension was probably laying in the dirt. It was in the in the water. I mean, there were a few of them. I, I saw one that was tied around the like the arm railing that yes, was in the pool. I <laughs> thought Jeez, that ladies. was so funny. There was a lot. Now, Lisa and Heather are going on a horseback riding date. Hell has not frozen over, but Lisa asked me to go on a date, and I graciously accepted. Lisa asked Heather out on a date. This is Mage. So I was expecting some Lisa and Heather, like, arguing and fighting and some discord this season. But, true to a famous philosopher... <laughs> once said I think you and Lisa Barlow are going to become best friends that's me yes now if you all listen to our interview for Live Love Lab with mm -hmm. Heather Gay and Dre Robinson I confessed and also professed premeditated or whatever you want to say <laughs> what, what you saw into the future and I knew that Lisa and Heather were going to end up being best friends by season two. You said I it said right it, there. I said it right in front of her, and she said, mm, I don't think so, but look at what's happening. And right here's the evidence. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm smart. I can see into the future. Trance state is the bomb. So Lisa and Heather are going horseback riding. Whitney and Jen Shaw are going out on ATVs, which I thought was a little bit interesting. I mean, Whitney gets to drive this time versus when they were on the ATVs with the other guys last time. But it yeah. was kind of like a repeat activity. Mm -hmm. Meredith, Mary, and Jenny are going to the spa. So where are you going? Are you going horseback riding with... Heather and Lisa, are you going ATV driving with Jen Shaw and Whitney, or are you going to the spa with Meredith, Mary, and Jenny? Okay, if I have to pick the ladies that I want to go with, I'm definitely going with Heather and Lisa horseback riding, because I want a stallion between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the activity, I would want to do the spa. But you have to do it with Mary, Meredith, and Jenny. No. That's the... You, Fine, the, then I'm going to go horseback this riding. This ain't Burger King here, honey. You don't get to have it your way. <laughs> I'm going to do horseback riding then. What about you? What are you going to do? You know, I, I you know, I always want to hang out with Heather. But to be honest with you, I would rather do the ATV activity. And I love hanging out with Whitney and Jen Shaw. So it's a real win. I'm kind of like the person that gets along with everybody. Yeah, that's true. 
But I, there's something about Lee. I love Lisa. Lisa Barlow is an amazing human being. I feel like if her and I hung out more, we would really get along. I loved meeting her at the book signing. I love seeing her and Heather interact with each other. I love talking with her sister. Yeah, I, I mean, I really would hang... If, if we really just took Mary out of the equation, I would have done any of those activities. I would die to see all of her sisters all in one room and them hanging out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be pretty amazing. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> So Heather and Lisa, they go their horseback riding. Jen and Whitney, Whitney's driving. Jen's like, I thought this was a great idea until I remembered that Whitney stayed up all night long drinking. <laughs> <laughs> she drank a whole tiramisu cup. <laughs> <laughs> that might not have been a great idea. After Heather and Lisa are done with riding the horses, they got water and popsicles. I thought that was kind of random popsicles. I guess it's it's warm out. <laughs> <laughs> but Heather's right. I thought thought the same thing. She's like, I feel like we're in a Britney Spears video. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, like not yet a woman. I'm not Music a girl, video. not yet a woman. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, that's the first thing I <laughs> thought when she said that too. <laughs> I'm not a girl. Brittany at her best. So Heather thanks Lisa for inviting her out on their date. Heather feels bad that everyone has kind of been at Lisa while Lisa has been defending Meredith in a way. And so Heather got a little bit of clarity the night before when she understood that no one realizes that Meredith hasn't really been a good friend to Lisa, even though Lisa has been defending Meredith. Mm -hmm. I felt that for you. And... Heather really never even considered to look at it from Lisa's side because everyone has been looking at it from another side. Yeah, but when um, Lisa, when Jen is like grilling her and making her want to cry and being like, is she a good friend to you? Is she a good friend to you? And she's like, I could have used a little more and starts to cry. Like that is, I felt for her too. And I'm, I'm really glad that Heather saw that. Yeah, I do too. I love it when... Heather says something along the lines of I feel bad for you and Lisa's like I feel bad for myself I know <laughs> me too I feel for me too overall Lisa just feels happy that she's being validated and her she's being seen her feelings are being seen and I'm sure you know a year ago she wrote off any potential of a friendship with Heather and so this is a nice start mm -hmm. again though I still don't quite understand how Meredith is the villain of this show I really don't think that she's really actively I think it's doing just, anything uh, it's just by guilty by a Association. She's sleeping with the devil. You know? <laughs> there you go. After the ATV ride, Whitney and Jen's face are covered in dirt, but you can really <laughs> see it on Whitney. Does it look like I ate ass? Yeah, you can really. Whitney's lips are like so dark. For them to film this entire scene with dirt on her face is rude. Why did no <laughs> one take care of that? Hey, don't break that fourth wall. Like, I I mean, they didn't have to get it on film of someone handing her, like, a wet nap to cover off, to uncover some mud. Listen, this is reality. Oh, we are not man. skimming over anything. We're not going to sweep it under the rug. It's like this podcast. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm not no. going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I think it's funny that they're snacking on salt and vinegar chips and gummy bears. And you know what's funny is earlier that day I got salt and vinegar chips, remember? Oh, yeah. At the store, I just you got a little did. bag. I'm like, I haven't had salt and vinegar chips in so long. I'm like, I'm on to you, girls. Not a fan of them myself. Yum, yum, yum. The way they burn and cut your mouth open and sting. I love it. Sounds like a great time. Yum. Oh, oh damn, son. This is straight up food porn. Wow, chicka, wow, wow. Hit it, hit it, let it come off. Oh, oh, oh my lord. Whoa. 
I had chills. So the Whitney and Jen talk about what a great time last night was. Whitney's like abs are sore. They've been laughing so hard. I love those types of nights. And it's wild that they had so much fun after such a crazy morning of Meredith's big tirade around the house. <laughs> I love the cutbacks of her running through the house screaming that her family's <laughs> off limits because she is like screaming at Yeah, she is. <laughs> And the conversation turns to, well, if Meredith will lie about her father's memorial, she'll lie about anything. I'm so confused that she's bringing this up again. Didn't she already get her answer like last, like a couple of days ago? She literally asked Meredith that same question and Meredith said no. Well, clearly someone hasn't received the message. It seems like no one has received the message, really. I can't handle this. Is it this. they're not listening? Is it they're not believing? Is, there not, is it that they're not getting the key message that they're looking for? I really don't understand. Whitney seems like she, if she keeps asking the question, she's going to break or slip up somehow. But she really needs to stop this accusation about this father thing. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Did something happen bigger between Jen and Meredith? Now, we found out earlier that Whitney believes that Jen Shaw hooked up with the guy that Meredith was seeing when she was separated from Seth. Mm-hmm. And H- hence, you know, Jen Shaw going to everybody's exes and sleeping with them to get drunk right, everybody. Right. Remember? That was Shaw amazing, dirty, dirty dude. Whitney here does everything but say it. I know. Like, she's like, so Jen... Is there more? Did you sleep with the guy that Meredith, you know, she might as well have. She should have. I mean, she basically just tiptoed around it. But Jen, you could tell Jen knew what she was talking about. Oh, yeah. But didn't take the bait. Whatever that is, great. Got it. Lisa and Heather are also debating about the memorial. What day was it? Was it the day we were on the bus? Was it the day before the bus? Which day did it happen at all? Could she be lying that it didn't happen at all? Could she have been at a memorial for two days? Yes. She didn't have to be at the memorial for both those days, but she was there for the memorial. Right. Guys, come on. This is so... If somebody said this about me, because my father just passed away, and somebody thought that I got out of something because I wanted to make the excuse my dad passed away or something, I would lose my shit. Yeah. I mean, again, you can go away to a memorial for three days. You're not talking about the memorial service mm-hmm. that lasted for, you know, maybe just an hour or two. And it probably, and you know, memorials usually happen in the morning or in the mid-afternoon. So, I mean, it's it's really all about semantics and semantics. details. And, again, it's a little bit much. So, um, the conversation turns to Mary. What about all the things and allegations against Mary that Meredith is accepting? They're going to have to bring it up, you know. <laughs> Whitney and Jen are going to have to bring it up. I mean, everyone else is going to bring up their stuff, so they need to bring up this. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> that was literally Jen's excuse for bringing it up. Everyone else is going to bring up their stuff, so we need to bring this up. <laughs> I know. It's almost like a draw, like a serious, like scripted drama right. like they're just keeping everything going and all of these like little scenarios and backstabbings and fbi and ci stuff like it's it's like pretty soon somebody's like twin that's been unconscious is gonna wake up and they're gonna show up on the show like, <laughs> that's not blah 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 or mary that's not mary <laughs> i'm mary <laughs> that's my mother <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Salt Lake City women are the hardest working ladies in show business. (laughs) They are really working hard. It's just a different, like, algorithm. (laughs) 
for this show. <laughs> this show is just such a different algorithm than the other seasons of other like housewives. I mean, it does give a little bit of a hint to some New Jersey because they'll come up with some crazy thoughts and crazy arguments too. But Salt Lake City isn't a league of their own. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it is wild. I mean, I'm not kidding you. It stresses me out. It's so wild. That's pretty wild. Over at the Five Petals Spa. The Five Patals. Oh, spa. sorry. I forgot. You're the language expert. Yes, five patals. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Mary says that she loves a massage, yet she puts on practically body armor and wears her sunglasses for the massage. She just doesn't know how to function as a human. Like, yeah. she just doesn't. And I think that she has so many walls up, it probably would make her feel uncomfortable to be touched anywhere other than her arms. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Mary's got walls all around her that are just. She is a wall. Oh my gosh. Mary thought that Mary was really enjoyed yesterday. She thought it was wonderful, and she's hoping for an encore tonight. (laughs) Good luck with that, girl. (laughs) I know, right? Jenny brings up the fact that she told Jen Shaw about the private investigator, and Meredith calls her out. She's like, Jenny, you took that away from me. And you probably did it just to hurt me, it seems. I could have addressed this myself in my way, mm-hmm. but you ruined it all. But Jenny does give a nice apology, and she's yeah, like, listen, she, it won't happen again. Yeah, she, From now on, I will speak on my own behalf. I will not speak for anyone else. Yeah. I like it when someone can give an apology and then really show that they understand what they're apologizing for. Apologizing for. I hate it when people say, I'm sorry if. if. I can't Ugh. stand that. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry that... I hurt your feelings. Ramona Singer has never given an apology without saying if. I know. I, yeah, uh, Ramona is a league of her own. I'd say <laughs> Teresa's probably pretty close to that, too. Teresa really hates to apologize. <laughs> Poor Teresa. But, you know, Judy could have just said, I apologize, it'll never happen again. But she said specifically, I will not speak on anyone else's behalf. And I thought and that I was And I understand why yeah. I hurt your feelings and why it was bad. Yeah, yeah. that's important. So, Meredith is, you know, just kind of making small talk. So, ladies, have you t- spoken to your husbands? How's the kids? Yeah. Not so well between Ginny and Dewey still. Dewey is refusing to go to counseling, which I predicted. He never has, and he never will. I that's, mean, I knew it. great. <laughs> I knew it. I'm not, I wasn't a bit surprised by this at all. He needs to go to Louis's uh, gay men's camp. <laughs> not gay men's camp, that men's camp or whatever it was. And so he can be a, a, in tune with his feelings. In tune with his feelings. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk a lot about that. So then Jenny's like, so what about you, Mary? Have you talked to Robert Sr.? And Mary is, she's just not comfortable talking about that side of her life since she doesn't really know Jenny. All she has to say is like, oh, we don't really talk to each other anymore because we both hate each other. You know, that's all she has to say. Like, she doesn't have to go in depth of, like, what their relationships are. Or she could just say, yeah, I talked to him. He's doing good. That's it. But instead, she has to make a scene. She has has to put Jenny in her place constantly, and I can't stand it. It didn't make it. Now, on Watch What Happens Live, Meredith, she said... You know, well, Ginny was talking about some very vulnerable stuff in her relationship, and Mary wasn't ready to be vulnerable. But again, she didn't have to be. Who cares? She could have just easily said, Robert as well. She didn't have to divulge into anything. It's just, she just wanted to be, she just wanted to be mean. It's it's mean. And then she just, like, walks away and dismisses herself. And she's like, well, I guess I should just dismiss myself. I'm like, good. (laughs) So everyone's arriving back at at the house. Whitney teaches us the word swass. Yeah, sweaty butt. I've had lots of swass in my life. I have never. 
You are. I am a lady. You are a liar. I do not sweat in crevices. Everything you say is a lie. That is the biggest lie you've ever told. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. I know that. <laughs> now, Mary does call Robert Jr., and as usual, he's completely not engaged. Well, she's barely engaged in the conversation, too, because she mumbles out, well, which dress should I wear, like the, the blue, gold, and so Why did she else? even call him for his opinion? He- how can he even see the dresses? Who do, why does he care? Like he's He like, doesn't. He's like, just woke up from a nap and gets up to pee. And no, he's just like, he just, he just pulled out of his girlfriend <gasps> to answer the phone. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, did I just say that? <laughs> Either way, Robert doesn't want... Robert Sr. and Robert Jr. don't want to talk to her. <laughs> Not at all. Jen comes down in this awesome red jumpsuit. She is ready, ready, ready to see the caterer, it appears. I know, they scared the <laughs> hell out of that caterer. I think what happened is she expected someone else to be in the kitchen, and then she sees the caterer and just keeps on going She's like, it. oh, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Her, no, it's just me, Jen, by myself. She just goes up and gives her a hug. <laughs> I just love it how she's like, don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-party, Meredith comes to Whitney's room, and first of all, Whitney is a lobster. She is so sunburned. She is so sunburned. It makes me so tired. Me And, too. like, you know when you get really sunburned, you get the chills? Yes. Ooh, I have the chills looking at her. Meredith wants to know about tonight's dinner. If Jen Shaw is paying for this dinner... Jennifer Shaw. Meredith doesn't want to go. Who's paying for it? Is Jen paying for it with illegal money? Mm-hmm. And I think Meredith is also trying to put it in, like, I also don't want to be implicated in anything because I participated in something with dirty money. Yeah. But also kind of a moral stance as well. It's, but, it's inter- it, it was interesting that she went to Whitney with this information. Because Whitney is, like, the... She's been keeping the story going a lot and coming up with new theories and scenarios of what's going on. And it just seems, I guess she wanted to go straight to the source. In a weird way, I think Whitney thinks she's on CSI, like Salt Lake City. Like, it's literally weird to me. Whitney knows the assignment. Whitney knows the assignment. She knows her role on this show. She sure does. And she does it well. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of transparent, to be honest with you. Ever, I think, I mean, if you look on social media, everyone knows that Whitney is kind of the pot stirrer. Yeah. But that's her job. She's the one that brings up everything in every conversation this yes. episode. Give, that, give her a spoon. <laughs> so Whitney luckily gets it through pretty quickly. She's like, I think the husband's paid for it. Yeah. And that was quick. I mean, dodged a bullet. I know. I was nervous about that. I was a little bit nervous about that. But the ladies are in a really festive mood. Heather bought those, like, Frida Kahlo-style flowers for their hair. I loved it. They go outside. There's a gorgeous party set up with a mariachi band. I mean, and Lisa is hanging out with Whitney and Heather. Who would have thought Zion would be sunny skies and no chance of bad weather? And I love it how she's like, I love it that I'm hanging out with them and there's no bad weather. I know. <laughs> she's, uh, she gets such a kick out of herself and her little jokes. I yeah. love her so much. <laughs> so Jen kind of starts a speech and we finally get to see the snowflake gifts from the beginning of the season. Which apparently she was supposed to be giving them at the veil trip. But of right. course, as you all know... The flashback scene, Stuart, there just made me so sad again. No. <laughs> now, Meredith accepts the gifts, which is kind of like an eyebrow raiser, but I bet you she just 
didn't want to create a star. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to bring this up off of camera, away from all these ladies, so yeah. I don't create a stir. Apparently, I read online today that either during Watch What Happens Live or the after show, Meredith said that like the investigators of the case now have that necklace. Yeah. So, Meredith doesn't currently have a necklace either way. Yikes. Does Meredith feel bad for Mary because Mary isn't eloquent enough to speak for herself? I, I honestly, I don't get it. Because it, it just seems like it's such a double standard when it comes to Meredith and Mary's relationship compared to her relationship with Lisa. Yeah, because Mary's freezing. She goes inside to get warm. And when he's like, hey, would you bring black blankets? And she's like, um, probably not. Nasty! Why? Why can't you be like... I would love to clothe the homeless, you know? Yeah. I, would, I would love to feed the hungry. I would love to care for the people that need to be loved. Nope, not Mary. Not Mary's church. I mean, Mary asks later why she's supposed to be held to a higher standard than other people. I'm like, it's because you're leading a church. You are, you are the, example. the voice of God, apparently. You're like, hello, lady. <laughs> Being a first lady, you lead by example. Well, Heather's fine if Mary the buzzkill leaves. Yeah, and then I'm Jenny sorry. tells everyone about Mary at the spa, and then Meredith offends Mary again, talking about, well, we were talking about sensitive things. I'm like, shut up, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, the conversation was just too personal. Mm -hmm. Mary comes back, and Whitney presses her to continue. Whitney flat out asks Mary, do you like Jenny? And she flat like, no, I don't. I, I was like, gosh. Okay, well, there it is. I mean, why is Mary being so nasty? Jenny is part of this trip. She's part of this cast. And her husband helped pay for this trip along with the other husbands. <sighs> and then Mary's like, okay, Heather, you, who just asked me that? What does the husband pa paying for the trip have to do with anything? You don't even have a husband. Excuse you, Mary Cosby. Who's your husband? It's your step-granddaddy. Like, why... Why make a dig at somebody like that? Why? Yeah, when Heather is just really just trying to mend this, get to the bottom of it, so maybe we can fix it and move on. And Heather and didn't say anything mean to Mary. Mary just all. attacked her out of nowhere. But Meredith doesn't say make a sound. Does it make a sound? And Lisa's like, come on, Mary, or Meredith. Don't you see? This is not nice. Don't you see this? This is. It felt like Lisa was trying to show like a child right from wrong. Meredith, is this okay? She's so nice. She's so nice. She's kind. She was, and it was kind of like, see, this is what we've been talking about, Meredith. This is the evidence of what we've been talking about. Look at it. Do something about it. Yeah. If you are so morally upstanding, then do something about your friend who's not. Mm-hmm. But then what's crazy is Jen Shaw jumps in. Out of nowhere decides to yell at Lisa. She's like, Jen, or she's like, Lisa, I just want you to be consistent. Why are you trying to stick up for Jenny right now when you didn't necessarily stick up for me? And, oh my God, Lisa's like, I have. And she's <laughs> like, no, 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 this isn't about me. I'm not letting all y'all turn this on me. And I just feel the same way with Lisa. I'm like, no, no. I really do feel like Jen jumping in there made no sense whatsoever. Made no sense. And it came out of nowhere. So Lisa tells Meredith that a lot of this has to do with her and Lisa and the relationship with Jen and all that good stuff and Lisa being friends with both of them and then Mary chimes in and Lisa tells Mary she's like uh-uh <laughs> I don't listen to you mm -hmm. everything that you say is fake everything about you is fake I'm real Mary guess what Mary, Mary, Mary let's talk about which man 
You are fake and everything you do, everything about you is fake. Your apologies are fake. Your church is fake. The way you treat people is fake. It's all fake. And according to Mary, Lisa cannot be real because she eats candy and Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell and I also love fine dining. <laughs> She's like, who does that? She's constantly trying to belittle people to be like a little girl. I think the love of fast food just shows she's not, she has no depth. She doesn't really look at the importance of life. You know? Yeah, it's which, it's, that, that was stupid. I mean, it yeah. even made Lisa chuckle. Uh, yeah, seriously. And she's like, all you do is feed your family fast food. They need nutrients and stuff. So now she's going after her family, which isn't okay. Well, your kids and yourself and your husband needs nutrients. And second of all, Mary, have I ever seen you sit down with Robert and your son and have a dinner in two seasons? We've seen her cook, but we haven't seen any fruition of that. We haven't seen them be a family. No, at all. At all. And, you know, we've seen... Remember at the beginning of the season, she went to Robert Jr.'s room and asked him about his refrigerator and the food is in there. So he's, and he's not being fed. No, he camps out in there and stuff. It's not like she's cooking anything for anybody. And again, you just can't go after someone's parenting. Yeah. And, and it's a cheap shot. And, um, and it was stupid. It didn't it make sense. It was just stupid. Yeah. And, and Mary doubled down on it later, like on the after show or something like that. I'm like, Ugh. So if you're still eating candy, you can't be, you're not real, and you're a child. So, okay, fine. Well, I eat um, candy. I love candy. I love some Del Taco. I mean, I like Taco Bell, too, but I love some Del Taco. Mm -hmm. Give me a Reese's anything. <laughs> so maybe maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> but Lisa, again, is like, Mary, Meredith, is Mary's behavior okay with you? And Meredith's like, a minute ago you said no one was there for you, and now you want me to be there for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> and Mary's like, Lisa, quit constantly lying. And Lisa just calls Mary out. You don't have a congregation. They're all leaving because they don't even know who they're praying to. And just digs in. And, <laughs> and gets... my favorite thing that Mary says, my congregation doesn't even like you. Mary, I'm not interested in going to your church. It's like, oh, is that what you guys, like, talk about during your worship services? Is, like, how much you hate Lisa? <laughs> Have they even met her? Have they? Do they, they even probably watched the show and talked about it. That's what it is. But, but why encourage that, Mary? Well, I love, I love even better how Mary asks Whitney for backup. Because Mary's like, Whitney's been to my church, and Whitney's just like, yes, I have. That's it. <laughs> Whitney's yeah, but Whitney, no backup. Whitney needs to stand up more during this time and call people out while everyone else is calling out somebody. Well, Whitney has been calling Mary out quite a bit. She has, but she like has. right there, she was like, "Yes, I see your congregation, but your congregation thinks that you're God." <laughs> yeah, it could, she could have uh, dug in a little bit deeper there. Yeah, because I don't like Mary, and I just wish all these women would all just team up and not even let her have a breath. Because she is a horrible human. She does not stand for any kind of religion that is worth going to. That is Christ-like. That is Christ-like in any kind of way or helpful. Like, what did we just see the other day? It was an episode where there was an old Ku Klux Klan um, thing in South Carolina. and <sighs> That was these... this morning on the Today Show. Yeah, and so anyways, there was this Ku Klux Klan that took over this theater, and it was this for a long time, and the owner of the building got kicked out of the Ku Klux Klan, and they abandoned them, and this black preacher found them living in their car, and he took them in and took care of them, and and through that, that Ku Klux Klan member sold him that building. And now that building is going to be made into a place of tolerance. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what a preacher is that can see how somebody would start a whole cult group 
hates specifically hating somebody for their color and he still saw them in their time of need and lent out his hand and helped them and changed probably countless lives from that and i'm like that's that's the stories that i want to hear from a preacher yeah. or anybody of god or yeah any anyone religion. who identifies as a christian or any other type of faith or that you know preaches that type of love and humanity but mary's church it just seems like it just preaches a lot of hate and like i'm sure that um it's one of those churches that like condemns gay people and stuff like that. Like yeah. talks bad about people more than talking about what the goodness of people can be. The love of God. Yeah. Well, Jen comes back from the restroom and Heather's like, I know that you were yelling at Lisa right before you left, but she's really had your back since you've been gone. Mm-hmm. And Heather wants to understand how to navigate all this now that everyone's back at the table, but how are we going to navigate this when Mary is so hateful to Jenny? And then it goes to the conversation that we were just having. Everyone at the table is finally like, all right, Mary, how do you act like this when you're the leader of a church? You say we don't matter. <laughs> and Mary, again, I mentioned just a minute ago, she's like, why do I have to be at a higher standard? And she says, I have to defend myself. I'm like, you just, just a second ago, took a dig at Heather for no reason. Yeah. You're the one that's attacking people. Defending yourself and just being nasty are two different things. Oh, yeah. A completely different thing. Meredith, or Mary doesn't even feel like she's, I keep saying Meredith when I want to say Mary and vice versa. I'm, I'm having a hard time with it tonight. Uh, but Mary doesn't feel like she's real friends with anyone there at the table other than Meredith, which is true. Yeah. yeah. But again, I think they all had the opportunity to be friends, especially through season one, and Mary just refused. I mean, even Whitney went to her church. Yeah. I think Lisa did too, didn't she? No, mm -hmm. no, 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 she didn't. And so if Meredith is the kind of person who leads with love and kindness, why is she so accepting of Mary's behavior? And, um, you know, Meredith is just so protective of Mary. And why is she not protective of Lisa, who she's been friends with for 10 years? Mm -hmm. That's Whitney again. Stirring it up. Yeah. <laughs> and Meredith just kind of explains it away. It doesn't really make sense. She kind of blankets over the question I felt. Um, she just says everyone has a different dynamic, you know, and not everyone has to be someone's friend. Which is true. Yeah, it's But you don't true. have to be nasty. You don't have to be a horrible person. And you kind of need a reason to not like somebody. Not just because you don't, you think they're irritating and you don't like them. They didn't do anything to you. But Meredith does not, you know, say anything nice about her friend of 10 years. And Lisa has had enough. So she walks away. She's so upset that Meredith still won't call Mary out. Mm -hmm. She wants Meredith to have her back like she has Mary's back. So She's before heated. we get to the hot mic moment, which the mic, hot mic moments heard around the world, Whitney asks Meredith about the memorial again. I can't handle this. Whitney, what the hell? How many times do you want this woman to say no? Like, do you think finally the third time she'd be like, yes, Whitney, I lied all about it. I mean, I do. <laughs> Is that I, what you want to hear? I feel like we're going in circles. Ugh. So we hear the first half of Lisa's rant. Mary can go f herself. I'm done with her. Because I'm not a f***ing whore and I don't cheat on my husband. We're in a dumb f***ing family that poses. Why don't you own a house? Wait, you can't. Because your husband changes jobs every five minutes? Then Meredith dismisses herself because she is not entertaining this mm. memorial conversation again. Then we hear the rest of Lisa's rant. Thank you, Meredith. is a piece of <laughs> I have your back and I'm offended by that you. That piece of garbage whore. I hate her. She's a whore. She's half of New York. She's a 
ending with an iconic throwing of the mic. To and it just ends. I was so, I mean, again, this whole second half of this episode stressed me out so much. Well, you could see how stressed out Lisa is. <laughs> it was great TV. Yeah, but it was rough. And even though I had heard that, like, you know, hot mic scene all over the internet before then and read it a thousand times, it was different seeing it there. Mm -hmm. Having the background music, having everyone there, seeing Lisa's rage. I mean, it's sad because they were good friends and Lisa's just had it. It is sad. And and Meredith has just kind of gotten onto this high horse of hers a little bit. And instead of... (sighs) defending her friends from this person that's being visibly verbally rude to them she can't say a single thing but then again she can judge everybody for how they treat everyone else in the group so it's just how can you judge how can you judge lisa for being a friend to jen but then not care about her when she when your friend mary is being mean to lisa and how can you not care about that? That's the whole issue here. I guess it's all about the order of which it happened. I guess originally Lisa befriended Jen Shaw, and that's where it all went down, I guess. Well, yeah, it all went down from there, but uh, um, Meredith is obviously holding a grudge against Lisa for doing that. Yeah. But, so how come she's allowed to have this friend that's being horrible to other people? You know, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you don't want to be around people that are horrible to other people, but then you're friends with Mary, who is horrible to every single woman on that group. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And then Meredith was on Watch What Happens Live with her controversial face. Yeah, the swan I mean, face. when I first saw it, the first thing I said was, ooh, girl, Meredith went to New York City, got her face done, and went right to Watch What Happens I Live. I thought she got snatched back. <laughs> um, but apparently, uh, and you know, and I would never tweet something mean. I mean, like, people were hateful about it on social media. People are stupid. Why would you do that? That's yeah. so mean. Or at least don't tag the person if you're going to talk bad about them. But Meredith has defended herself today, saying that her face really was swollen, but not from a procedure. And I have noticed a few times that sometimes Meredith's eyebrows are a little crooked. They're not, they don't, yeah, it's in a lot of uh, episodes and stuff. I don't know why these ladies get their faces done so close to airing things. It's like, (laughs) well, we get to talk about that with Jennifer Aiden coming up. Yes. So after a quick break, we will come back and we will recap episode one of season 12 of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Bye. I need to take a nap. I need to go to bed for a little, but I am so tired. This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And hello, we are back. We are back with the ladies of New Jersey. I would love to start having some fun. Who were you most excited to see? Oh, man. Teresa. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going for my ass and my eyes. I'm excited to see Teresa. She's just crazy. I also really... I really like Melissa. I was I was looking forward to Dolores. You can't fight the DNA. Oh, yeah. I mean, her. For one thing, I was you know she's been piecing her body. She's been living plenty of time at the plastic surgeons, and she <laughs> looks amazing. Like she has had her body sucked and tucked, and that she looks incredible. She sure does. Luckily, she's leaving that pretty face mostly alone. Yeah. <clears throat> so this episode, luck, you know, this was very much an introduction. Not a whole lot happened other than the video, which we're going to talk about quite a bit. 
But a little bit of fluff, a little bit of uh, where we left off from the reunion happening and just, you know, getting us reintroduced to the ladies. Um, My favorite thing about the beginning, though, was seeing Jennifer Aiden with, like, her head wrap and her nose Nose all done. Like, she just got plastic surgery done, like, yesterday. That's what it looks like. Uh, She made a very lengthy Instagram post today, like, y'all, just be aware that the plastic surgery was very fresh, that um, it was scheduled before filming was scheduled, it was so fresh. And it turns out that she ended up getting the chin implant removed. <gasps> oh my. Ew, this is disgusting. Yeah, but she seems very pleased with her nose. I will say even the finished product of her nose, I don't think I love it as much as I'm I I'm not a fan of her new nose. Yeah, it kind of turns up a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, I don't love it. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I always thought she was pretty. Um, I'm sure she is, uh, you know, getting a facelift and all those types of things takes some time to settle. Yeah. So I'm sure she'll look fantastic. They needs to unswell. Teresa is at home with her girls and they're eating outside even though it's raining. I do like that because I love the rain. It smells good. The thunder. It does smell good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So their house is under contract, which we know that now that fell through. That house is never going to sell. But it needs to sell soon because she and Louie are moving in together and they end up moving into like a three point something million dollar home. The girls are not excited to have men in the house again. I know. Gosh, they're so snooty. And imagine how even more different it would be if you've only ever lived with your dad being the only man in the house. Now you have some new guy who is your stepdad and his sons. Yeah. That would be a major adjustment. Knock on wood, like, everything feels right. And they really just, they're mostly concerned, like, this isn't going to mess up, like, my daily routine, right? I know. Like, gosh, well, I hope not. You guys are moving into a $3.5 million home. (laughs) I'm sure it's spread out enough for you ladies to have your space. Right. I grew up in a two-bathroom house with... Five girls, yeah, five girls, and just me. So, and they and they mentioned they're like, boys are dirty. I don't want to share a bathroom with them. I'm like, girls, have you seen a girl's bathroom? It is filthy. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Just saying. Teresa and Louis have been dating for a year, so you know the fact that they're they haven't quite moved in together yet, and it's been about a year. That's not horrible. No. I mean, in gay world, they would have already moved in and adopted a pet and maybe adopted a child. You know, yeah, yeah, seriously, <laughs> in like three months. <laughs> Teresa's getting ready to have an end of summer party. I like, you know, just like last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is inviting in Joe and Teresa, and the girls aren't too thrilled about it. No, <laughs> they have a lot of discord with Joe because of the way that he has trashed Joe Judice. He's a dirty, dirty dog. Yes, I mean, it's their dad. Of course, they. Feel- oh, of course, they're going to be upset. But they also need to remember that that's. He did a lot of bad stuff to the family, so of course their uncle is going to be upset because his uncle is like very, very protective of the family. And also, it wasn't so much like, of course, it wasn't like a private conversation, it was on television, but he didn't want to have that kind of conversation in front of the girls. He would never talk like that in front of them, I don't think. But he did, no, he did. That's kind oh. of the problem. He tra- He would trash Joe when the girls, especially Gia, would be there. Oh, I thought it was from what he said last season. Well, he he's done it multiple times. Okay. He's done it multiple times, and that's why they're mad. I mean, there are some things that you just take to the grave. Dolores is at home, and can you believe this home that Frank started rebuilding last season, nine months ago, is still not done? 
I'm like, really? Do you are you surprised by that? Yeah, I'm completely surprised. I mean, you could buy build a whole home in nine months. Do you know how long construction takes? Just a, a remodel of a home, I would never expect to take almost a year. Oh yeah. Well, Dolores seems to feel like it's a bit too much, too. Frank's priorities are a little off at this moment. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's still just like empty. It's like I mean, anything I just, has been done. I mean, there's no doorknobs or anything, so yeah, it's pretty far back. Um, but yeah, construction is never done on time. Yeah, but it seems that it's not done because Frank has been distracted by his new girlfriend in Texas. Yeah. She's young, and she doesn't need a life preserver if she falls off his boat. So it's interesting that Frank isn't just, you know, at Dolores' beck and call and, like, her wingman anymore. Oh, yeah. I wonder how Dolores feels deep down about that. I'm sure she's happy, but she's like, oh, I miss my buddy. Probably. (laughs) I would say so. Well, Dolores has gotten tired of waiting, so she got a townhouse to live in while the house is getting finished. But Gabby and Frankie need a place to live, so they're living in this unfinished home. My Frankie, I felt my uterus hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, we can bring more Frankie on TV all you want. Frankie's looking great. He's, he's such a good kid. He's gorgeous. He's smart. He's driven. I mean, it's hard to imagine what could be wrong with you. I'm sure there's plenty, but... <laughs> oh, smoke mirrors and foggy diamonds. Um, Frank says that the house husband show has been what's been distracting him. Yeah, because he's preparing for that um, Atlantic City show with all the other hu- um, husbands from New Jersey. But Dolores doesn't give a crap about that show. She wants her house finished. <laughs> She's like, uh-uh, don't be talking about, oh, your new show and stuff. Finish this house. I want doorknobs. <laughs> and then this creepy music starts playing, like this mysterious music. <laughs> and we hear all of this talk, little set, clips and bites of the ladies talking about some weird video going on about Louie. Hi, babe, how are you? I don't know if you saw this, but this video with Louie, it's weird. It's out there everywhere. Everyone's talking about it on social media. Hi. This video going around about Louie is weirdo I just find it shocking. Oh my God. What is this? I think this is a red flag. It's crazy. I don't know if Teresa has seen this by now, but it's going to be bad. Teresa's going to lose her mind. It sounded so creepy when they were talking about it. I know. I was like, "This? What? What is this? What is this video? What are they talking? I didn't even know. I'm surprised. And when Margaret was describing it, it sounded like he, like talk to a woman or hit on a woman that had a bunch of guys there so they beat him up and then he had apologized to them. That's what it sounded like. To me what was really weird though is they have this music they have all the ladies talking about and then they cut to a commercial break and then come back and then it's nothing. We don't see the video. (laughs) It takes some 10 minutes to start talking about the video. I was like that was weird editing. But when we watched it because we stopped and we're like all right, we need to see this video, video. It was... Yes, it was very strange. But right away, I was like, oh, this is just a men's, like, retreat for spiritual healing. Like, a women's retreat. Or, you know, like, it's just a retreat where men get to the basis of who they are. And, like, in touch with their emotions. We're men, and we're all tough behind them, and we're going to make him a better man. This isn't stupid. But on top of this video, he's also talking about the wrongs that he has done in a previous relationship. Which is a huge red flag. The fact that he has to go to these like groups of what these circle jerk guys i don't know who they are (laughs) um to get 
to be a better man? Like, how much bad stuff have you done? Yeah, and, and on top of all of that, there's already been lots of rumors swirling about infidelity, bad behavior, abusive Slashing tires. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. So this is like the tip of the iceberg. And if he's that, like enraged and like has that much energy to like stalk and like slash tires of course he's going to be able to go to some camp retreat and feel all jizzed up and felt better let's take a listen i'm coming home to see you to get engaged and bring our family together and finally get married and have a life together i've been here for a week these are my brothers these are my bond these are my brothers this is my coach kevin these are guys that are very unfamiliar in my life i love you and I love our family together. I love our children. And I hope you receive this message well. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for your time. I hope that this hits your heart well and you understand where I'm coming from. And I hope to come home to you and be able to have a chance and opportunity to talk to you and share with you my experience in my life. You gotta talk from the heart. You, still, you go back to your fucking brain. She doesn't want to fuck your brain. I love you. I'm sorry I made mistakes and held myself back and held my truth inside. You better fucking feel worried her pain. about worried about other people around me. Feel and her acknowledgement. Pain. Feel I feel her your pain. pain. I'm sorry I put you through pain. Thank you for being patient with me and seeing the man that I didn't see that you see and you saw in me. What are you gonna do about it? I'm gonna fix this. I'm gonna come home and show you and prove to you the man, the best version of myself that I am yeah, right she now. She heard that before. <laughs> so, um, Jackie comes over to Margaret's house. They gotta talk about this video. There's some splaining to do, Lucy. <laughs> they gotta talk about this video. It is, as you heard, very creepy. What has he done to this woman he's addressing? Who are these weird guys? <laughs> um, to an aside, Margaret's house, I love it. I do, I love it too. Uh, it's a little bit eclectic, but not too eclectic. It's a. Per it's very, um, uni What's that? What? Uli from Uli. Project Runway. Uli from Project Runway. She loves textures and mixed patterns. patterns. Yes, uh, but I do love that Jackie's like, yeah, you guys definitely know that I'm not going to bring this video stuff up to Teresa because I'm finally on good terms with her. Do you right. remember last season? Yeah. I was the villain all last season. Yes. I'm not interested in being on Teresa's shit list. It's a lot better to be friends with Teresa than to be enemies because that woman will come for you. They're looking forward to Teresa's party and Jackie in particular doesn't want to ruin that. But does this support the rumors that have been going on since the end of last season? The rumors about Lou and what about does this video kind of prove some any of that right a little that these group of men are like bullying him and like forcing him to be like admit that he's a horrible person and he's done horrible things and he's lies and he says the same things and he doesn't do any action so i'm terrified to find out where this goes i'm i i'm scared well as you said jackie and Teresa are good now um she thinks that jennifer or dolores might talk to Teresa about it um, clearly, things have not gotten better between Margaret and Jennifer. No. They just sit there and bash Jennifer a little bit. I mean, Margaret hates Jennifer. She hates. You could tell how much she hates her. <sighs> I mean, they haven't liked each other for a long time. Yeah. And that's where we get the title for this episode, <laughs> saying that Margaret says that Jennifer is nothing but smoke. Or, no, Jackie says that Jennifer is nothing but smoke and mirrors, and then Margaret says, and foggy diamonds. So that's a really great line. Joe and Melissa are having dinner or lunch, I'm not sure, at a place Senzino. called Osteria. 
There are no COVID restrictions. They're so excited about that. I felt the same way when it was lifted here. Thank you, Jesus. Joe is wearing that Tiffany's necklace that I have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lockdown almost destroyed a lot of relationships, including the Gorgas. You know, last season was hard to watch. Yeah. But they're doing a lot better now. They're doing a lot better now. They've, they've relaxed. They're not in each other's face 24-7. Chilled out. All that good stuff. A new couple joins them. New friend of Tracy Johnson. And her hot husband, Tiki Barber. <laughs> His pants are so tight. Yeah, they Oh, my are. goodness. He's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Tiki was a New York Giants running back. Now he's a sports commentator. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, one thing that I like about this is that Melissa has a new ally on the show. I know that Melissa and Margaret and Jackie are kind of a trio, but, you know, there are times when Melissa is a little bit more on an island of herself, especially when Teresa is involved. Yes. So I was glad to see uh, Melissa have maybe a new ally. Um, Tracy and Tiki have been invited to Teresa's pool party. They're all curious if Louie will be there. And, you know, we can see here now that Joe... Doesn't like Louie as much as when they first met. There are some cracks. Yeah, first season, Joey was like, Joe was like, love I love him. him. He's I great. Love he's him. great. And now he's like, well, I'm not so sure. I've I heard think, a lot of rumors. Yeah. But Tracy's like, you know what? There are a lot of rumors about us because they met when he was separated. And then all the tabloids were like, Tiki leaves his wife for hot model, you know, type mm -hmm. thing. When it might not have been quite as. I know. Suspicious. It was just like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, rumors are one thing, but this video is another this thing. This video raises uh, a red flag to me. Yeah. Pay attention to red flags. Well, we do find out officially, like you predicted, it is some sort of men's retreat. Yeah, Joe um, was even approached to go to this camp. <laughs> and, and he's like, nah, I don't think I need this. Yeah, not my thing. No, thanks. <laughs> I would rather go to counseling with Dewey. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Which means golfing or something. Yeah. But they're pretty sure that Teresa will defend the video and think it's awesome. Well, she, Teresa's in her own fantasy world. I love it. <laughs> no. Over at the Aidens. Um, Olivia has set the table, and she wants everyone to know that there is a salad fork there. She needs to make sure that mom is serving salad so that we can use the salad fork. <laughs> yes. And you all make sure to use the salad fork for the salad. Big fork, little fork. You tell him, Olivia. She's so excited about it. <laughs> but she's like, Mom, can you even breathe through that bandage? <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, it, the, I mean, she, it looks like she doesn't even need the bandage anymore, from what it sounds like. Well, that's what Bill thinks. Bill yeah. thinks he's keeping a bandage too long. But here, I had a lot of questions about this. I'm like, does this mean that Bill thinks that they didn't do a good job? Does this mean that he's just extra critical because he didn't do the surgery? A little jealous. Yeah, all of these types of things. And I was also like, why did she go to Turkey to get plastic surgery when her husband is a plastic surgeon? But that all gets covered up. Yeah, it's, because explained. obviously you would choose an Instagram plastic surgeon over well, your husband. Well, of course. Well, I, I guess the last time her husband worked on her, he's like, you are the worst patient <laughs> ever, and I'm never working on you again. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I thought it was hysterical that he wouldn't work on her, and that, again, she found the plastic surgeon through Instagram. Yeah. And yikes, I don't want to do surgery and then stay at someone else's house. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. So, uh, we do find out that while she was in Turkey visiting her brother, before she had the plastic surgery, Jennifer's mom arrived to, to meet the new baby, and they had a real quick and easy makeup, as I'm like. Yeah, I'm glad they mended things up, because it sucks. A hug, and it, that's all it took. 
too bad the women can't get along so well. <laughs> you know, after the reunion, Melissa made some sort of post about intentionally leaving Jennifer out. Margaret and Jackie commented on the post. Margaret didn't invite Jennifer to the pride party. Um, so Jennifer's really been spending a lot of time with Teresa and Louis, Louis, but she hasn't been part of the group at all. No. Not at all. So, the, I mean, obviously, the next thing to talk about is Louie in the video again. Right. I mean, all these ladies are talking about it. That's all. I mean, through the whole episode. Every every time they cut to somebody, they're talking about something, and then they talk about the video. I mean, we're <laughs> already halfway through the episode. Not a whole lot has happened. <laughs> no. Because it's really just about where, getting, we, where do we leave back, off? We're, yeah, we're getting back into this, the, yeah. the homes of these ladies. But here's where the drama starts to happen. Joe is outside on the phone with Teresa. Louis is upset because of what Joe said about Louis in Atlantic City mm-hmm. when an audience member asked him about Louis's weird video. <laughs> I thought it was funny how he's like, ah, oh, I, I miss my uh, Joe Judice. He now, said, I've never missed my brother in law so much. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he, he, and he just thought he was being funny. Yeah, at least he didn't go into it and talk about how weird it was. And kind of blowing over, the, blowing over it. I you felt know? like he blew over the question. Well, but apparently Louis is very upset. So Joe has decided Louis is mad at me. Teresa's four daughters are mad at me. Four daughters. <laughs> I am just going to stay away. I'm going to distance myself. I'm not going to the pool party. Yeah. Well, but you know, that could be ugly. Oh, yeah. If just you, not showing d- up. Yeah, if you don't show up, it's almost as bad as showing Ugh. up. So Teresa's getting ready for the pool party, and there is pineapple everywhere. Literally the whole environment is pineapple i was kind of hoping we were getting past this no i absolutely not i was filled full of pineapple last season no absolutely yeah yeah you were (laughs) (laughs) i'll go get more pineapples uh dolores is getting ready for the party she wants the dog's opinion maybe frank too Mm -hmm. (laughs) jackie and evans should evan even wear a shirt (laughs) no absolutely not no uh, Margaret reminds us of Jennifer getting wasted at this same party last year. Oh, they're just ripping on this poor girl. Yeah, Margaret, again, she hates Jennifer. Uh, I think she'll take any opportunity to talk bad about her. And Jennifer is rightfully so worried that she's going to get ganged up at the party. Yeah. She was a little bit ganged up on at the reunion, but again, she kept saying nasty things and putting food in her mouth. And again, all the ladies are wondering about the video. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what that's, 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 this keeps coming back yeah, to. Instead of Smoke, Mirrors, and Foggy Diamonds, this should have just been called The Video. <laughs> we're, we're renaming both of these episodes. Yes, yeah, Survivor at Zion and... Um, the video. The video. <laughs> That's it. Bravo, call us. We've got some work to do. Exactly. It stresses me out when men have a conversation. We have the arrivals at the pool party. Dolores shows up first, and I thought it was wild that she's like ready to do shots by herself. Pineapple jalapeno shot? That sounds actually pretty good. She doesn't need anyone to do a shot with her. She's ready to go. But Let's luckily, Teresa's like, comes in and does a shot with her. She and then she asked Teresa if Louie is going to come to the party because of the video. And I'm like, here we go, the video again. Have people <laughs> been talking about the video? Yeah. Joe has decided to be to come to the party because Teresa did call and was apologetic. He still doesn't want to go, but he doesn't want to make things worse by not showing up. Well. Um, I would like to see Tiki in a speedo. <laughs> that was my wish so for this stupid. pool party. I, oh, uh, uh, Jackie's confessional look in that orange high-shouldered outfit was so pretty. Oh, you know what? I didn't notice that. She, it's very 90s. 
Oh, okay. even her hair is. I do remember her looking pretty, but I didn't catch the details. Yeah, it was it was really pretty. But yeah, uh, Tiki is a very handsome man. And I don't need to shove anything in my mouth. So now everyone's talking about all of these different Louis stories. Um, Dolores tells Teresa about Atlantic City. <laughs> Teresa just pretends like she didn't know. And Teresa's just like, oh, I love that. That's so sweet. He misses Joe. Oh, how nice. I was like, oh, oh, okay. But it's smart. She's like, I don't want to add any fuel to this. I'm just going to act like I don't know about yeah. it. I've never seen Teresa downplay anything like that before. She's in love. She is in love. She's unrecognizable. Through the rest of the season, scene and the rest of the party, it seems everyone just keeps talking about Louis, even when he arrives. Oh, yeah. And he shows up looking nonplussed either. He's wearing just a white t-shirt. Oh my god! Um, and he's—he looks sunburnt or full of. I mean, he's red. He's anxiety. Yeah, he's got a ton of anxiety. He's nervous. Um, he takes a while before he greets anybody, but he finally goes up and greets the guys. And Joe is mad that Louis acting like nothing's wrong. I'm like, I'd be glad he's acting like nothing's wrong. I know. And, I, and then it cuts to, like, Margaret. And Margaret thinks that they need to bring it up to Teresa because, like, this video, we're just concerned about you. And I'm like, how, do you, how well do you think that's going to go with Teresa? <laughs> no, yeah, not at all. She's not going to hear we are your friends and we are concerned at And all. Dolores is like, Teresa doesn't know about it. And they're like, yeah, she does. That's, and yeah. was like, no, I just talked to her a second ago. She was like, yeah, she does. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So Teresa comes out and Margaret says, I think Louis needs to address the video. <laughs> These women are ruthless. And Teresa's like, Louis doesn't owe anyone anything. You're in my home. Be respectful. Keep your mouth shut. And to be honest, like, you want somebody to, like, answer for a video? Like... Have you seen the past seasons of The Real Housewives? Like, <laughs> right. Have you seen what Teresa has done? To load? She has flipped a table on somebody. Like, why does anybody have to answer for anything that they do anymore? Right. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Margaret assures her that it's just because everyone cares and they're concerned. Mm -hmm. um, Jennifer hasn't arrived yet, so and most of the ladies are not bothered by her absence. No. But she shows up, and let me tell you what, it looks worse than it did earlier in the episode. Her face is swollen. Yeah. She can't move her face. I mean, it's like she had the surgery just done. Jackie's flat out like, who got her nose? Oh, my nose. They are talking hella trash. The second she, they are such mean girls. I mean, there's such a clear divide in the group. Like, those three ladies just walk right by Jennifer and don't say a word. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're castmates. Come on, y'all. Jackie is mad because Jennifer suggested that Margaret started the rumor about Evan, so that's why Jackie's mad at Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer's like, <laughs> I love that Jennifer's talking to Teresa, and she's like, these ladies aren't talking to me. I thought we left the reunion good, especially I thought with Jackie. And she's like, well, do you want me to go get Jackie yeah, for you? Yeah, hold on, let me grab Jackie. It was weird for me, and it was also very, like, high school to me, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. <clears throat> that, uh, that Jennifer couldn't approach Jackie herself, and they couldn't talk like adults. Either way. Well, Jennifer wants to know why she's mad at her so she can fix it. And again, it's because Jennifer tried to come in between her friendship with it's her It's the things about her and Margaret, yeah. Yeah. Margaret goes to, quote-unquote, rescue Jackie from this conversation. Well, Jennifer starts to cry a little, so Jackie breaks and tries to leave a little door open for her. Yeah, uh, they really did put to rest really quickly. Yeah, they did. But then Margaret comes and ruins everything. Oh, yeah, Margaret's not having any of it. So it just becomes a Margaret between uh, an argument between Margaret and Jennifer. Margaret thinks that Jennifer is unhappy. Jennifer says she is happy. She has a husband who will give her whatever she wants, really. She really does make it sound very uh, 
materialistic, materialistic. and very financial. Yeah, and uh, Margaret obviously issue. calls her out for that. I don't think even Jennifer knows yeah, how she's saying it. Yeah. yeah. But Margaret's like, you're unhappy. You're making up for mistakes of the past. And Margaret really, for a minute, is like not being too direct, trying to give Jennifer an out, trying to not be too rude. And uh, and But then she flat out says, Bill cheated on you. With some uh, pharmaceutical manager. And Jennifer's like, no, get it right, bitch. Well, no, uh, well, Margaret said, like, office manager, and Jennifer's like, no, it was a pharmaceutical rep. Yes, get it right. Get it right. <laughs> so it's wild that Jennifer has been giving Margaret such a hard time about her salacious past. And she has one herself. Well, at least her husband does. Yeah, you know? tisk, tisk. So that is not good to, you know, give Margaret more fuel. Uh, yeah. Towards Jennifer. So I'm curious about where that is all going to go. But it I'm... just ends. I hate that Jennifer has to address this on the show, but even she admits, you know, I signed up to show my real life. Yeah. I mean, you're going to pay for it. I hate that kids will probably see it and hear about it and all that kind of stuff, and that's horrible. I do feel like, you know, I don't know if I would even, no matter how I felt about someone, I don't know if I'd bring it up on camera like that. When you're getting paid to be on a reality show, yeah. I don't know. Have to. I don't know. So I don't... Otherwise, you're not going to be on the show anymore. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of other arguments to th- fight about other than nope. pulling out nope. past infidelity. No, nope. nope. That's yeah. the only way to fight, pulling out the past. <laughs> well, um, we can't pull up the past this week because we don't have any new iTunes podcast reviews. Well, actually, how about if we do pull up the past? You know, we did say last week that maybe it would be a good idea to go back and applaud those who, you know, left us reviews in the very beginning and never got to be made famous like our most recent reviewers have been. So maybe you want to go back through some of our old reviews and just mention a few of those folks. Yeah, I guess. I'm disappointed. (laughs) Well, uh, I think the first one would have to be uh, GCCBNBV. Thank you so much. You only gave us a four-star rating, but you gave us a very nice little review. And our first review. Yeah, thank you. And then, of course, I think she is our super fan. Uh, Jillian is all. Jill. And I think she's in Texas. Yes. Hi, Jill. Our I know original, you're listening. Our she was our original OG uh, fan. And then uh, we're going to go with uh, Judith Lightweight. I love that. Thank you, Judith Lightweight, for these. And uh, you guys are famous now. You are our very first three ratings and reviews. Ooh, I know who this one is. This one is from Poisoned Wizard. I know who Poisoned Wizard is. I think that's our friend Corey. Yes, it is. What, what? <laughs> Too bad he's probably not listening. Yeah, he's probably like, <laughs> I listened to the first season, y'all. I'm done. <laughs> so thank you for everyone who has left ratings and reviews. Thank you to everyone who's been following us on our social media. If you're not, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real House Bears. You can find us on Twitter at Real House Bears. And you can email us at TheRealHouseBears at gmail.com. And we are also on YouTube. And you can also find us wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you're listening to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, please, please... Give us a five-star rating and a cute little review because you guys didn't f***ing do it last time, you pieces of... I'm just joking. Totally just joking. (laughs) (laughs) You shocked me. I I was like, what? Listen, but if I don't get a review by next episode, the threats... 
the emails, the calls, the random stops to your houses at 3 a.m. are going to start commencing until I start getting some more reviews. Period. I'm going to put my screen mask on and I'm going to start stalking. Oh my gosh. Yep. I'm going to be the new Louie. You all. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. I'm always testing the system. Test, test. Check, check. One, two. Test, test. Hold on. Let me move this. All right. Check, check, check. One, <laughs> two, one, two.